everybody, and welcome to Art Drama Level, where we will look beyond the galleries and dish on the art world. This is Manshi. I'm Vartika. And I'm Sianja. And today we're going to look beyond Ocean's Eleven. Ooh. Like the movie? Well, sort of. Um, this heist. So this season, we'll be talking about art heists, first of all. Um, so just different things that happen in history where people try to steal art or, you know, things related to art. And this particular one, these kids were inspired or, yeah, sort of inspired by Ocean's Eleven. So, you know, I actually never watched Ocean's Eleven. I've only watched Ocean's Eight, which is the all-female remake. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. Same. I watched that one and didn't yeah. realize it was like a whole ass franchise. <laughs> yeah. They were like, yeah, and they start talking about all these other movies. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess we should at some point watch Ocean's 8, 11 then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll stream it and hopefully not get copyrighted. I mean, if we stream on Discord, I think we'll be fine. Okay. Stay um, tuned, 1,000 subscribers bonus package. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> All right, so this heist. In 2004, four Kentucky students with dreams of grandeur attempted to sack millions of dollars of rare books. So these rare books are still kind of art from their university library. And this included a first edition copy of Charles Darwin's Origin of Species, and it also included drawings and sketches by naturalist John James Audubon. And these students said they, they had obsessively watched heist films like Ocean's Eleven to kind of lead up to this attempt. Uh, and they hoped to sell the books through a questionable set of underground connections. But instead, they ended up in prison. So rather than asking what went wrong, they asked where it started. So these students... The, the half-baked plot included scheduling a daytime viewing at Transylvania University, which is in Kentucky, um, at their rare, rare books collections, where they would capacitate the librarian and then bring the goods to a waiting getaway car. In the first attempt, the crew arrived at their viewing costumed as old men in thick suits and false mustaches. They found that there was, one, there was more than one librarian on staff that day, so they decided not to go through with it. Then they tried again, but without the costumes this time. So one student tasered the librarian who instead of falling unconscious like they had planned, began to scream in pain. So then these, these thieves had also underestimated the weight of the books. And so they ended up dropping and abandoning a lot of them as they ran out of one of the public doors. So the students who had timed their crime to the alibi of final exams went without capture for several weeks, shockingly. And they even drove north to Christie's, which is in New York. I believe it's an auction place um, or like an auctioneer. And they had the hopes of receiving certificates of authenticity for their illicit reading materials. But there was a digital slip up that cued their imminent demise. So one of the students had booked the Christie's appointment using the same email account that he had used to schedule his library viewing. So like the first time that they had tried to do the heist. Um, and because of this, the FBI was able to find all of them. 
the crew of four each refused to testify against one another, and they all winded up with identical seven-year sentences. So do you guys have any thoughts before I finish up? I mean, that's like, first of all, after reading so many heist books, watching Ocean's 8, I know that you need to case the place before you even attempt anything. Why, like, the fact that they showed up and were like, oh, we didn't realize there was going to be more than one librarian. I'm like, does that mean you just never case the library? You just never check out the security? How many people work there? When they get on, get off? Any major events that are happening? Like, what? How can you Yeah, not- they didn't seem very prepared. <laughs> yeah. And then not the way the books are? Like, what? <laughs> I kind of prefer them being underprepared than getting away with it underprepared and then exposing how like the security isn't that great. Wait, what do you mean? Like I'd rather them be like, oh gosh, this is harder than we thought, than like doing like getting away with it with some like half-assed plan and then the security and the building being like, oh, we just weren't prepared for right. something like this. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Those are my two cents. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think they're just like, I feel like, yeah, they always say criminal masterminds are usually very, very brilliant people because you really have to account for all the different scenarios that can happen. And I understand because these four kids seem like idiots. Um, But credit is due where credit is due because none of them fess up to, none of them, and then they went through like the prisoner's dilemma conundrum and none of them turn on each other. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Yeah. And then their, their story actually ended up inspiring the 2018 film called American Animals. And this film shows documentary interviews with the real life thieves filmed years after they're released from prison. So they all express, they all express regret. Um, two of them currently live in California. One is a writer and another is a fitness coach. And another one studies filmmaking in Philadelphia. And then the fourth one um, lives in Lexington, Kentucky, and he's an artist. So, Wow. I mean, now that you said most of them went on to be some sort of artist, I'm like, maybe it's just a desperate ploy by these kids except the fitness coach unless you count fitness art yeah but 75 percent of them went on to be in the arts so now like maybe they were just really desperate for cash (laughs) and they're like i guess i have to turn broke college kids yeah yeah i mean i was watching um oh i was watching a vanity fair or some other youtube channel where they do like the ex- ex- expert writes down scenes from whatever, right? And one of the experts they got to review bank robberies, he actually did a lot of bank robberies and was, wasn't was caught by the FBI for like a few decades. Um, but he said he was doing bank robberies because he was caught up in gangs and people were like, you have to pay us back the money we loaned you or else we're gonna kill your mother. And that's how he started his first bank robbery. But he was talking about like the steps he did to prep for it. And it was very detailed. Like he cased the place probably for like two weeks. 
And he had like a very detailed plan of what he was going to do, how he was going to exit, thought all of it through. Seemed a little bit like a sociopath, but he was prepared and he was smart about it. And he got away with a lot of bank robberies. <laughs> Unlike these four chumps. But that was, that made me think like, I feel like sometimes maybe life situations do really just push people to crime. It's not like they necessarily wanted to be like, oh, we want to be like the guys from Ocean's Eleven. Maybe it was more like, we really need to cash. We just watched Ocean's Eleven. We're dumb college students, so we're going to do it. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like, um, I don't know. I don't know their background. But And also, I'm a broke college student, so I know that they exist. <laughs> but part of me is like, if you have this much time to be watching these things, then you must not yeah you must be doing this for the fun of it not for like the need of it yeah i see what you're saying yeah if you have so much time on your hands go find a job not to sound like boomers but yeah no okay part of me is like this i know you don't have a job because you're not tired because if you had a job you'd be like oh i'm just gonna go sleep mm. it's true yeah, it seems like part of it was just for like the thrill. Like, oh, let's see if we, if we can pull this off. <laughs> like just being dumb, stupid kids. Yeah. I mean, we were all dumb college kids too, you know? Maybe not that dumb, but I think I, I did. The craziest thing you did, Manchi, was like driving in the middle of the night to go get like what? What was it, fuck? Do you what? To get like pho or like yeah. food. I think yeah. that's the wildest thing you did. <laughs> this is true. That is probably the wildest thing. Um, but even looking back on that, I well, I remember there was distinctively one night when we went out for like late night dinner. Um, and and at that moment I felt really unsafe because cars were just driving wildly in downtown. And people were like pulling out into the streets, like Ubers were like just hanging out in the middle of the street, picking up people. Um, and at that moment, I turned to my roommate. And I was like, if we die because of a drunk driver, this is the moment and this is the time and this is the place. And every news article published about it would be like, yeah, well, these two idiot college girls decided to go out in the middle of the night and go home when all the other drunk people were trying to go home. And that's why they died, because there's a ton of drunk drivers everywhere. So, yeah, I felt kind of dumb in that moment. But I guess that is still more rational than trying to loot my university library. <laughs> Would y'all want to do an art heist? I mean, I to record our crimes, our meditated crimes. Yeah. <laughs> I lucky always think about it when I go through a museum. Yeah. <laughs> right. Klepto. Yeah. I mean, okay. It's the same thing as like whenever we took any exam ever in high school and college, I was always like, I wonder how I can cheat. <laughs> I like how you wondered and I actually went and did it. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder. And then I'm like, can I make it happen? Wait. So you like never cheated? Um, well, I cheated once and it did not turn out well for me. So here's what happened. <laughs> Here, I'm confessing all my crimes. 
<laughs> I guess you can say I cheated more because whenever we took AP Human Geography freshman year, our teacher would use like the sample AP questions, like the free response questions that the college board provided on their website. And like, I think all of us figured that out pretty quickly. Um, and then, so like, I think there's some division amongst the AP crowd that was like, if you study the college board website and know which question he's going to put onto the test before you take it, that's cheating. But I was always like, I don't think that's cheating. It's on him that he decided to use a college board website, publicly available free response questions that everyone has access to. And if you were smart, you would study it and you would write a response based off of it because that's just like part of your normal studying routine anyway. Like why wouldn't you go on the college board website to see and try to use whatever you learn in class to prepare it, right? Anyway, that's my two cents. So I guess that's my first form of cheating, but I think like half of the class did it. So I don't know. Um, and then and then in chemistry, our sophomore year, there was, we took like a test over, I think bonds and different chemical bonds. And there were like four questions on the test. I didn't really know the answer to. And I was Wait, like- did you have uh, Coach O? He had the same teacher, Coach O. Yeah, Coach O. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should have cheated on this test. <laughs> but anyway, I'm I look at it for not. Like, I really don't know why I just didn't do fucking on level chemistry. They those people, those kids always look so happy. They genuinely <laughs> wanted to be there. I you guys, was I like the chemistry. only person who enjoyed that class? It was probably it was so hard. And I think he was a great guy. He was <laughs> a great guy, guy but a horrible teacher. Of a I don't think he was a great guy. I thought he was a great guy, but he was a horrible teacher. Mm-mm. He gave me a look over once when I didn't wear a jacket. Oh, yeah. really? Yes. Um, He's like, why are you dressed so nice today? And you're like, why are you looking at me? Yeah, that's a it's little literally weird. a t-shirt. I just have a bigger chest. Yeah. So it's a little weird. Yes. Also, one time I went to the bathroom, like I was walking with my friends and then their class was at the end of the hallway, which is also where the bathroom was. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just kill two birds with one stone. And then I came back and he's like, why are you late? I'm like, like, two minutes or something. I'm like, I went to the bathroom. He's like, no, I saw you. You were talking to your friend. And I was like, can I not do that? And then go to the bathroom, which is also at the end of the hallway. So like, why are you always late to my class? Blah, blah. I'm like, I'm literally all the way on the other side of campus. I have to like speed walk over here. Yeah. Like not go to the bathroom. He just did this whole thing. And I was like, okay, you're going to have your opinion. And I'm going to have mine. But I know that I went to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> He's like, Same why thing. are you rolling your eyes at me? And I was like, I'm not. He's like, yeah, you are. I'm like, pick your fight. <laughs> it's a very different experience. Because I feel it's like so he just... Stupid messed around with like me and uh well I won't say her name but she was a year younger than us and was in our class yeah. um she was a drum in drumline man she I think you probably know who I'm talking about yeah yeah um, okay. they, they like demoted him they're like do not teach pre again oh really oh, he quit. no he left no yeah, yeah. I think no, he, he like left, went back for a master's or something he did oh, that like, to do service by leaving he what he did that school of service by leaving. <laughs> Literally, if he can become a teacher, I can become a teacher. The I hell? Mean, looking back, I'm just like, 
we had some really crap teachers and seeing our classmates become teachers i'm like i really don't trust the public school system anymore like some of these people who became teachers i thought were dumb as hell but that's okay well, I, i'm more scared of the people that became nurses because i'm like y'all were assholes yes okay yeah yes. so all those people that became nurses yeah i'm like i feel like you guys don't even have a bone of compassion in your body so yeah. i'm terrified to have you be my caretaker <laughs> yeah i think most of them if i had encountered encountered them in high school or even middle school actually if i came across some of them in middle school because like everyone rode the bus together and stuff then so they were fine because like all the kids just talked to each other time to time but so definitely in high school if I came across them they would not have talked to me at all I mean I guess it's different right like I guess people change we change so maybe we shouldn't judge them too harshly on who they were in high school maybe maybe they were nice and we just have that stereotype yeah, as much as we like, we never interacted with them directly. Yeah, yeah, as much as we stereotype them, they might have stereotyped us too. So, the two-way street. Those stuck-up nerds. So we're just assholes all around. <laughs> we were just assholes yeah. all around, right? <laughs> Wait, but let me finish my cheating story. I feel like I need to confess my sin. I don't know. Have you guys heard this story before? Have I ever told you this? This is like therapy right now. Yeah, this is there for me. Um, this is why I keep wanting us to. I, I can. Get I actually it. never thought you had cheated before, so I'm intrigued. Yes. I mean, you. this is like the only instance it did not work out for me, so I never cheated again. So basically, what happened was, yes, our chemistry teacher. There were like four questions on the test, and I think it was only twenty questions. So I was like, if I miss all four questions, that I'm gonna get an eighty, which I can't afford to have. So I went to the bathroom and you cannot afford to have an 80. I was literally like, damn, I can't afford another 50. Oh, (laughs) I want the 80. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is why she was what, like number four or something in our class? Yeah. Weren't you number three? No, no, no. Last semester I dropped. I let, I let the other guy take three, which I feel actually, I was like, I think he really deserved it. If anybody else passed me, I've been like, I'm actually a little bit oh, sad. Oh yeah, I remember. The, the guy who actually did pass me, I was like, I, I actually feel like I, you deserve it because mm-hmm. he studied a lot. Um, yeah, I hope he's doing well. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did some t- type of engineering. Yeah, wherever he went. He went to. I think he went to Georgia. Oh really? I thought he went yeah. to NM. No, I think he went to Georgia. Um, apparently, his mom and my mom had a conversation during our field day. Because we had the, like, practice ceremony. You oh, were, yeah. Just graduation Like, ceremony. before senior field day. Before senior field day, yeah. And then my mom talked to his mom briefly. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me finish this long-winded cheating story. So I was like, well, I can't really afford to miss these four questions. So let me memorize them and then the answers. And let me look it up in the bathroom. So I did that. I came back. And it turns out I had memorize the questions incorrectly so I miss all four questions <laughs> I think I got like an 84 on the test because there was like maybe a curve to it or something um and then after that I was like I'm never cheating again because obviously it just does not work out for me 
And that teacher, he gave me a 43 because he couldn't read his own handwriting, but it was a 93. It was like the first quiz in the class, too. <laughs> I, I was like panicking. I was like, oh, no, what happened? Yeah. And I compared all my answers with someone next to me, and it was the same stuff. And I was like, dude, you got to change that. <laughs> I mean, he was just all around incompetent. Yeah. I mean, he let uh, me and like that one girl I don't I think we made like paper boats or something and he pulled out a plastic tub and like let us float them and stuff (laughs) so he let I don't know he was fine with us but I guess Sahanya definitely didn't have good interactions yeah yeah I think he was um I think he was kind of like immature for a teacher though like he wasn't very professional I mean he was he wasn't that much older than us either, I think. Or maybe like eight years older. He I think oh. just graduated from college or was Yeah, like- that was his yeah, he had just graduated and come. And I think he after he left, he said something about like liking research more. Yeah. So he might have gone back to do more research. Yeah. I guess that we could just look him up. I don't know. I always just felt like he did teaching for the money, which honestly same, but also <laughs> Was he a coach? Like, was he actually coaching a team? I think so. What was he coaching? Pretty sure it was football. Probably um, football. He's an engineer now. Oh, really? Are you on LinkedIn? Yeah, so I guess he, he probably did, like, more research. And he, I don't know what he left to go do for three years. <laughs> Wait, it says that he was a teacher at our high school until 2017. Yeah, that's right. I thought he left in 2014, which is oh. when we finished 10th grade. Yes. Oh, I forgot. I thought we started in 2016. No, we graduated. <laughs> yeah, so he was still there, you guys. Oh, that's weird. No, yeah, my cousin had him. And she was like, I love him. I'm like, yeah, because he's teaching on level, not fucking <laughs> Why do he, he even, Manchi, I don't know if you remember, but like we, the two of us went and go, talked to him on like the last day of school or something and he gave us his email he's like yeah keep in touch you guys oh yes I remember that I never kept in touch <laughs> I didn't either yeah maybe I should ask if he add him on LinkedIn for anyone for to work at his company oh yeah add him on LinkedIn Pratika. oh I should <laughs> do you have any other common LinkedIn people Oh, wait, I was on incognito. Let me go on. Um, I wonder if any of our classmates have added him on LinkedIn. I feel like no one liked some of the teachers that I like, like uh, this teacher. And then I thought he was the teacher I had for English in 10th and 12th grade. Yeah. You know, she had a husband who taught speech. Yeah. No, no one liked her in 10th, in 10th grade, especially everyone hated her. No. She gave me good grades. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I think I had more of a like love hate type of thing with her in 10th grade like I was like ah whatever but in 12th she definitely liked me and my friend so yeah as a result I liked her <laughs> um three shared connections here let me I guess I'll just share my screen oh. with you guys <laughs> Okay, I cannot share my screen, Manchi. I just, I just changed it. Oh, okay. This one. 
Oh, wow. So people actually did add him. Yeah, I mean, this this person, I feel like I kind of expected. Yeah, I think he probably added a ton of people. And then, um, I don't know. Oh, she went to the same school as me and Sahania. I think she started maybe a year or so after us. Oh, interesting. But she... Because she was really good at singing. I think that's yeah. the program she was in. I don't know if she's still there. Let's see. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, never mind. She didn't. She was not in uh, music or anything. Well, it looks like she said she was at college for just one year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she was at this university for a year at this one. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, I hope she's doing well. She she added me on Facebook, so I guess she was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember she was in, I think she was in my AP. Um, I think she was in my AP Cal class. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was. I think I might have had another class with her, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm yeah. just kind of surprised by, like, where a lot of our classmates ended up. I just mm-hmm. I assumed everybody would end up with some sort of corporate job, but a lot of them went into very um, not white collar jobs, I guess. I feel like a lot of them or more of them ended up in like corporate jobs than I thought. And then obviously more nurses than really? I thought. Yeah, I didn't expect that many nurses, but also, I mean, Oh, I didn't I expect that many nurses, teachers, etc. But I thought everybody would end up like doing finance, accounting. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, I've seen, I think I've seen a lot more finance, accounting, like those business types, and then also engineers. Oh, I feel like I've seen, I guess my, I thought all of the popular people in our school would end up doing actual work, but I feel like a lot of them went into like became receptionists oh right maybe I think some of them yeah I can see some of them um some of them are doing like I think consulting is still more like actual work I guess by how you defined it but yeah some of them just seem like really popular on Instagram (laughs) oh really (laughs) yeah like that one couple who has Never mind, I won't say. Oh, I see. You're thinking of like the smart, popular people. Yeah, they are. No, I'm thinking, no, I'm not. Oh, who are you thinking of? There was a couple that who, um, I don't know what either. (laughs) I think Nathan's some type of like pilot, maybe. And then Rose just maybe runs her own fashion thing. Yes, she does. She runs her own like boutique, doesn't she? Maybe. So yeah, I've seen a lot of people who run like boutiques and things like that. Mm-hmm. Or they do like, they have their own photography business, yeah. which I guess is still real work. I mean, can't say yeah. it's not. I guess so. Yeah. But it's not like an actual corporate job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh no, I'm gonna accidentally like somebody's image and that's gonna be really embarrassing. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I was just kind of surprised. I thought everybody would be really like. corporate -y. Maybe it's because of the area we live in. Yeah. Like the wannabe rich people. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So this episode, we talked about these kids who tried to heist or, you know, steal a lot of rare books from the their university library but they messed up because they didn't plan properly and they all regret it now so <laughs> just like we regret all of our college and high school decisions yep i wouldn't regret all of them <laughs> okay maybe not all of them but yeah there are a few key things i would change yeah yeah i would as well as always, if you have any stories you would like us to cover, email us at artdramalama at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon, all under Art Drama Lama. And lastly, thank you for joining us, and we hope you can continue looking beyond the galleries with y'all. Until next time. Bye, llamas. Bye. Bye. Bye.